Do you dream of starting your own product-based business, but don't know where to start? Are you ready to grow your existing product business, but could use some guidance or inspiration? Welcome to the Product Sessions Podcast. My name is Rebecca Waldron, entrepreneur, product designer, and developer, and mom of three. I'll be sharing some of the lessons I've learned in my career working in the surf industry for brands like Hurley and O'Neill, as well as running my bag company, Bodomit, for over eight years. I'll also be interviewing industry experts to learn from their experiences and get their advice. I can't wait to help you take your big ideas and make your dreams a reality. Let's jump in. Hello, welcome to episode number eight of the product session. Today's topic is, should I sell direct to consumer or customer, or should I sell wholesale? This week has been such a crazy week for me. In the summer, my kids have a less structured schedule, and they're doing some summer camps. And this past week, I volunteered at one of their summer camps, and then... um, made books for every single camper. So that took up so much time. And then my son had his birthday this weekend and just a lot of big events. But I am proud of myself for showing up and continuing to meet the goals that I set for myself, including doing this podcast. So I'm here, guys. I'm doing it. And I prepared this podcast today to talk about what it's like to sell direct to consumer versus wholesale and the pros and cons of each sales method and what might work for your business. I do have a little bit of experience in both of these methods. Most of my business for Bodomit, my bag company, is direct to consumer, but I have done a little bit of wholesale through fair.com and I plan to branch out a little bit more in wholesale by reaching out to buyers. I recently took an online course that I really recommend. It's called um, Paper Camp by Proof to Product. And I learned a lot there. Unfortunately, I haven't had that much time to implement those things that I've learned, but I am in the process. Um, And through that class, I really found that um, wholesale was a good fit for me. So I hope this podcast will help you um, see the pros and cons of of each of these methods. Also, I've had the experience of working for brands like Hurley and O'Neill, where most of their business is wholesale, Um, but they also, you know, have websites and do direct-to-consumer as well, and then um, they have their own retail stores where they do direct-to-consumer as well. So, okay, let's just dive in. Um, first, I'm going to talk about selling direct to your consumer or customer and w- what the pros are here. So the most obvious and biggest pro of selling direct to consumer is that you have higher profit margins. You're going to get the whole cut of the profit. You don't have to give half of it away to the retailer or buyer that buys your product. And so obviously that's a huge pro. And especially for um, newer businesses, and especially if you're like a handmade business and you're um, making these products yourself, it takes a lot of your time and money and energy to make each product. And it's hard for you to mark up the price 
of your product and have people still purchase it, right? And not feel like, oh, well, I can get a not handmade version for much cheaper. So direct to consumer, sometimes for a smaller handmade business is um, the only way to go, at least at first, until you can outsource your manufacturing and therefore lower the cost to have each unit made and lower the amount of time that you're spending to make each unit because the profit margins are just so much better when you're selling direct to consumer. You kind of just eliminate the middleman there. So let's use an example. We'll just make it really simple. Let's say um, for one of my bags that I have made, let's say that each bag costs me about $35 to have made, including having it shipped to me and um, all the fees associated with that. So that product cost me $35. And then let's look at the market and say, what do these bags typically sell for? Like, let's say $135 is the typical asking price for this type of bag and its quality and for the target market I'm aiming for. If I'm selling it direct to the customer for $135, I get $100 profit margin. That's kind of simplifying things a little bit. That's not considering things like overhead costs, like storage or um, the cost to ship it to the customer and those things. But let's have that conversation another day. We're just going to say I get $100 in this scenario if I'm selling it direct to the customer for $135. But if we're selling it wholesale, you're going to be selling your product to the retailer for half the cost that you would sell it direct to consumer. That's the standard. So let's see, what's half of $135? $67.50. So if we're selling it to the wholesaler, they're going to pay us $67.50. And so what is that? $32 profit? That's a lot less than $100. So that's the number one point I think to consider when you're choosing if you're gonna sell direct to consumer or wholesale, you're gonna get less profit margin. Number two, when you're selling direct to consumer, you have more control over the customer experience. You have control of how your products are presented and explained and you know your target market and the story you're trying to get across and you're passionate about that and I feel like the customer can see that through how you tell your story and how you explain your product, which creates a sort of brand loyalty, I think, when you're going directly to the consumer with your product. You can communicate your brand story, your brand values, your unique selling propositions like we talked about in the last episode. And you know better than anyone what differentiates your brand from other brands. And so you know exactly what to pinpoint and point out when you're selling. So the third point is you get to build that relationship with the customer. And it's so valuable to get your customer's feedback. They can tell you right there, I do not like how this pocket is, or sometimes this zipper, I don't like the way it's placed. And you take that feedback and the next time you have bags made, you can make those changes or your next design, you can design it a certain way because you know what your customer likes. And when you're selling wholesale, you don't always get that feedback. The customer might tell the store that they bought it from and that buyer might tell you, but maybe not. You don't know. Or if you have a sales rep, the sales rep might tell you that it's just kind of like a game of telephone and you're not sure if you're gonna get that message 
that a, a customer could directly tell you. You can also do a lot of analytics based on their preferences. Um, you can identify the market trends a little easier when you're the one selling it. And then you can make more like data-driven decisions based on that feedback. So number four, this is sort of a con of selling direct to consumer. It's a lot of legwork to reach each and every customer yourself or through your social media. Even if you have a social media manager, you have to find every customer yourself, whether that's through organic or paid ads. There's a lot of marketing involved, um, which cuts into your profit when you're selling direct to consumer. You also have to ship each order, which can increase the cost for the buyer or decreases your profit when you have to ship that product. And if your products are a little bit bigger, like my bag is, um, that can really add up when you're shipping boxes to each individual customer. That also takes a lot of time. You have to pack each order and ship it out. Or you can hire what's called a 3PL or someone that houses and ships your products for you and they will ship it for you, but that also cuts into your margin. So a lot of pros and cons for selling direct to customer. The higher profit margin is a huge pro though, so something to consider. Okay, now let's jump into selling wholesale. What are the pros and cons of selling wholesale? Well, the first is you get a broader distribution and a broader reach to customers. So the stores, they have their own following. They have their own audiences. They're doing their own marketing. So they're doing a lot of that marketing and outreach for you. And so you have to spend less of your own time and money and energy reaching each customer. Another pro of selling wholesale is they have increased volume of sales. So if you're selling wholesale, you're going to set a minimum order amount and or a minimum amount that they have to order per product. And in that way, yes, you're making less money per product, but they are ordering more. And then when you're shipping out your product, you don't have to ship out every single order to each individual customer. You send several or 10 or 20 or whatever your minimums are. So less effort on your end to reach each customer. And this increased sales volume increases your revenue for your business. The third pro is when you're selling wholesale, you still will be doing outreach and marketing, but instead of focusing on the customer, now you're focusing your marketing and your outreach to buyers of stores. So you should still be sending out emails with new products and telling your brand's story and what makes your products unique, but now you're focusing it on the buyers but it's a little bit less effort because there's less people that you need to reach out to. They're gonna reach out to the customers and you just need to reach out to them and they will relay that message. And you want to um, build relationships with those people. You know, know what they need and want and communicate with them, um, take their feedback and adjust your um, offerings based on the feedback that they give you. You also wanna provide that customer service and support like you would to your direct to consumer customers with your buyers. 
So those are the pros and cons of both direct-to-consumer and wholesaling. Um, and ultimately, it's up to you which is a better fit for your business. But for me and for many people, it's sort of a combination of both of these things. Um, I started out with direct-to-consumer, which I think is a good way to get your feet wet, to see if people like it, um, if it's well-received in the industry, and then make any tweaks to your product, adjust your product offerings or your assortment based on that before you might be ready to jump into wholesale. Sometimes people are ready to go straight into wholesale, depending on your business model and experience. I think it's great to do both. You just want to make sure when you are doing wholesale that you have that profit margin there. Don't undersell your product and you get hardly any profit margin on it. That's not a sustainable business model. You need to make sure that your cost to have the product made is low enough that you will still make a, pro a profit when you're headed into wholesale. I hope you found this episode interesting and helpful for you as you are scaling and growing your business. Please check out my free product launch guide that I made to help you as you are either starting or scaling your product-based business. I spent a lot of time putting it together and put a lot of really good information in there. And I really think that this guide can help anyone that's in a product-based business gain a little bit more insight into how to grow and increase their revenue. Okay, I will see you next week for episode nine where we're going to be talking about pop-up markets and best practices when you are selling your products at a pop-up market. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Product Sessions podcast. Visit theproductsessions.com for full show notes and additional resources. If you're interested in growing your own product-based business, but you need some more guidance, check out our free resource, The Product Business Launch Guide, by visiting theproductsessions.com backslash launch guide. See you next week.